And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. What are we doing? I'm going to drop the plans for this. I'm going to... And Eric Fry. Arg. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to another edition, to another day, to a new week of the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9, the game ESPN Radio. What's happening out there here on this uh, Manic Monday? It is a uh, March 13th, the uh, 2023, and that's right, a March is here officially as March Madness is uh, set to begin uh, later on uh, this week. And everyone, I'm sure, going overdrive on their brackets today, uh, filling them out, taking a look at it, and uh, seeing uh, what they got in their uh, final four, breaking it down. Maybe you already filled out your bracket already and uh, we'll definitely be hitting up on uh, some of uh, March Madness uh, bracketology and uh, don't think we'll expose our final four just yet gotta tease the people a little bit we got all week to take care of that or at least till Thursday yes that's so, right you know can't reveal it here on Monday at least I don't think so right and uh, if you want to be part of the 98.9 the game bracket challenge that's you can right. go to our website fcamradio.com and that has a link under the local sports tab where you can get signed up through ESPN so if you already have a ESPN account and a bracket up there you can just easily join our group and uh, see if you are better than me and Travis. That's right. If you want to join our bracket challenge, do exactly that. We have it right there on our website, and the link will go directly to our group. The starting lineup 989 is the group to search for, but we make it easy for you on our website, and our local sports tab takes you directly to that. So make sure you go and do that and join and play along with us. And, yes, you'll mm, – well, I was going to say, you'll definitely be better than Eric, but – uh, I'd say that, then he'll be better than mine. Hey, the one year George Mace submitted to the Final Four, I had him going to the Final Four. And you're so. still clinging on that. I'm going to for as long still as I can, Travis. That. I don't know how long ago that was, but 20, people are like, 2008. Yeah, people are like, George Mason, who? Yes. I don't think they're in D1 anymore. <laughs> I was like eight years old when that hey, happened. Come on, Eric. I was in, I, I was in high school. Uh, so we'll uh, definitely be talking more bracketology uh, coming up and we'll hit up on some local sports as well as the uh, local basketball season and came to a close there on a Saturday at the State Farm Center with the uh, state championships uh, taking place and we'll also hit up on the uh, Coaches Association revealing their all state teams as we have some area representation uh, in 1A and 2A uh, there and also there was a news dump on a Friday at 4.30, 
the Bears, they did it. They have already traded away their number one pick, so uh, traded away that to uh, the uh, Panthers. So uh, we haven't had a show yet, so we'll talk about that yep. coming up here in a little bit. We'll also hit up on uh, some other national sports, NBA, NHL, also uh, the uh, WBC uh, from uh, this weekend. We already have uh, several teams on to the uh, quarterfinals, and uh, USA back in action tonight, pivotal game against Canada. After that shellacking last night against Mexico. And uh, so uh, we'll hit up on that. And of course, it's the uh, post weekend. So we got to get the top three moments from the uh, sports weekend. And uh, we'll see what made our top three. And of course, we got to recap NASCAR and recap our NASCAR pick'em game yep. there as well coming up in the pod. So make sure you stick around for that. Absolutely. Look forward to it. Download uh, the uh, podcast wherever you find your favorite uh, podcast to uh, check uh, that out. All right. So we got a lot to hit up uh, here on this uh, Monday. So uh, let's jump right into it and let's get it started with First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And it's a March of Madness season. It's a bracket season as the uh, championship games are all done and the dusted conference tournaments are done and over with as yesterday was a selection uh, Sunday. Of course, uh, Purdue, uh, they take care of business against, hey, look at that, Penn State. They made all the way run to the uh, Big Ten uh, championship game and, hey, beating Illinois three times and then going all the way uh, to the uh, championship game there in the Big Ten. And then also they had... A uh, nice little comeback there as well to make it only a two-point game as some uh, critical free throws there yep. at the very end uh, got uh, Purdue the uh, W after, you know, what they were down at least like 13 or something like that, maybe more in uh, the last four minutes or so, and uh, Penn State came back and made it a game of it. But yeah, forced overtime. Nope, it was just in regulation. Then the AP article was wrong once again. Yep. Curse you, AP. Yep, Purdue got it done in overtime. They hung on there, yeah, and they won overtime. the— You just said it. No, they didn't. Oh, well, you They just hung said on. Overtime. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say okay. it. Sorry. But uh, they hung on there, and uh, they uh, beat Penn State uh, 67-2-65 to uh, to take the uh, Big Ten at championship there. Also, Alabama, they took care of business on uh, Sunday against Texas A&M in the championship game. They won easily there, 82-63. And Houston gets upset in uh, their— uh, American Athletic Conference Championship game as Memphis ended up winning by 10 points. This game really wasn't that close. Houston did make a strong second-half comeback, uh, but Memphis ended up getting it done. And uh, so uh, that would set the stage for uh, those teams being a part of the uh, number one seed line. And Alabama would be rewarded as the uh, number one overall seed in uh, the uh, men's tournament this year. Also, some other number ones. Houston did lose the championship game, but they still are a a number one. And uh, they are also joined by Kansas and uh, Purdue, the other number ones in the uh, bracket. Uh, Purdue is the number one seed in the east, Alabama in the south, uh, Houston uh, number one in the midwest, and Kansas is the number one out west. That makes a lot of sense, don't it? Yeah. Midwest and West, Kansas, I've never Houston. All of that. 
<laughs> it drives me nuts. And then, of course, with the early exit for the Illini, the question remain: where would the Illini be playing and what bracket and what quadrant they would be stuck in? and what potential number one seed they would be uh, aligned with in a potential second round uh, matchup and uh, what seed uh, did the Illini end up getting well they're in the west and uh, they're going to be going to uh, Des Moines, Iowa and uh, they will be taking on the Arkansas Razorbacks as uh, the Illini drew the uh, nine seed as uh, they'll be going up against the eight seed Arkansas coming up on a Thursday so Illinois and Arkansas matching up in around a number one uh, there out of the SEC. Razorbacks, eight versus nine, coming up on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, eight, nine, these are such toss-up games. And, you know, uh, Travis, I don't know how I feel about this Illini team. Look at that. Arkansas losers four out of the last five games. So they're not exactly coming in setting the world on fire. No, they're not. I'll give you that. And they got bounced pretty early in the um, in the SEC tournament there to Texas A&M. They were one, one. They may have been one and done. No, yeah, I think they were uh, one and done. Uh, but currently, as we stand here on this Monday morning, they're two and a half point favorites to uh, start off. Uh, this one so um, yeah it's a mixed bag we don't know what we're gonna get on any given day in any given time frame so uh, Illinois said that they don't have a lot of expectations or people are kind of writing them off so they kind of have a chip on their shoulder and uh, what was one of the quotes from uh, coach Underwood they're just gonna let their hair down and uh, play free I guess is what they're gonna be on Thursday I just want to play as a team they're just going to play free as a team with a chip on their shoulder. I'm, everybody doubting them. Everybody writing them off. Yeah, everybody's doubting you because you've stunk. <laughs> as I said yesterday or Friday on the pod, if you joined us, Illinois has two wins against teams that are in the tournament. Now, I had to take some of that back because somehow Rutgers doesn't make the tournament. Yep, nope. Can't figure that one out still. Thanks for the snub there, NCA on that one. Yeah, that was one of the big snubs. Yeah. Um, so take away, you know, one of those losses for Illinois and one of those wins. But still, Illinois could, had this season, if you look back at their schedule, has not beaten a team in the tournament hardly at all. I mean, yeah, you've, we've went we've went through this on Friday, so we don't need to rehash it about you know the quad one wins, and we no, haven't had one since. I'm December not rehashing and... Travis, but it's easy to say, oh, we're gonna let our hair down, we're gonna we're gonna play loose because everybody's doubting us. We're doubting you because you haven't played well this season. Sorry, Coach Underwood. I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming the team. Yeah. Not played well and still ended up winning 20 games. By beating up on nobodies. Still won 20 games. All We're right. still here. Well, by still golly, here. let's schedule EIU every year. And, and We didn't even schedule EIU. Yeah, we played EIU in an exhibition game. In an exhibition game. Yeah, that didn't count. Keep keep scheduling them. And, and who it's else did we face this game? the first game of the season, but... Who else did we play this season, Travis, that we got wins against? Uh, UCLA, Texas. Uh, those are two of the teams that we won. Okay. <laughs> we won against Northwestern. We beat Michigan State. And uh, Michigan let's State, see. Yep. 
We beat Rutgers. Didn't make the tournament. Go ahead. They should have, but they got snubbed. Right? Okay. So, so we'll, we'll we beat five. Michigan in double overtime. Didn't make the tournament. Still made the NIT, but oh, we beat Syracuse. Make didn't make the tournament. <laughs> five wins you just named against tournament teams out of 20. Yeah. See, there you go. Yeah. That's not nobody's. A quarter of your wins against tournament winner people who are in the tournament. Yeah. Hey, we can't help that uh, the uh, uh, Michigan can't be uh, any better and uh, they can't make the tournament. Uh, they can just get into the NIT. But hopefully uh, I would rather be talking about an 8-9 team or a 9 team that is kind of disappointed or underachieved this season and we're in the tournament and the big dance rather than uh, accepting an invite to the NIT or accept or not accepting an invite to the NIT because we think that we're better than everybody else and then we think that we're better than the NIT. So uh, there at least is that. So uh, I mean, at least we're here tournament. on Thursday. So that's that's one thing. I'm glad to be in the tournament. Glad to be playing on Thursday. And I'm happy to have the most Big Ten wins in the past five years as well. So well, I'm history happy does about you a that. lot this year, but and yeah. history shows that you know the past two seasons we've had the high expectations of you know people going to the Final Four. People projected us to go to the national championship or win the national championship the past two years, and now those expectations are on us. We're we're basically North Carolina. We're already preparing for next season as a fan base. So um, I, I can see why people. Uh, the team said that they're going to play with a chip on their shoulder and they're going to play with their heads down or with their hair down. So so after seeing the draw, Travis, and seeing where Illini is, how do you feel about making weekend number two? What's your confidence level? It was five on Friday Yeah. after the loss to, North, uh, to Penn State. Where, mm-hmm. are you at, where are you at Monday morning before the start of the tournament? Feel Knowing good. in order to make it happen, you have to go through a one seed. Yeah. Hey, Kansas, they just lost by Texas by 20 points, and we beat Texas already this season. So by the transitive property, we're better than Kansas. Yeah, they didn't have and they're the already coach, down. but that's okay. They're already down. They're wounded. So well, what I do feel they say right. about a wounded dog? You back a wounded dog into a corner, they come out fighting. So Or they'll just quit. Nah, not a lot. You haven't been around a lot of wounded dogs lately, have you? <laughs> you back a wounded animal into a corner, they usually don't go down very easily. I'm seeing a lot of people pick at Kansas, and we know about March. It's chaos, and uh, some picks that could be uh, very popular, sometimes that don't always go through and don't always come to fruition. But uh, my confidence level is at 50% right now. 50%? 50%. You are out of your mind. I am saying it right here on Monday morning at 11.15 a.m. Illinois will not make it past this first weekend. Period. We'll beat Arkansas. They'll be lucky to beat Arkansas. We'll beat Arkansas. Lucky to beat Arkansas. They're down. Lucky to beat Arkansas. We'll beat Arkansas. Lucky to beat Arkansas. We'll see about we'll see about the next game, but lucky to beat Arkansas. That's why it's fifty percent level right now because I know that we'll beat Arkansas, but not sure if we can beat Kansas if we play like we have been lately. all season. Lately, all season. I bet you that we're we're gonna beat Arkansas and Kansas going five of twenty one from three. That is definitely gonna help. Hey, if we uh, if we win the games, then it doesn't matter. And we, how many have we won? We've won quite a lot of games shooting bad from against good arc. teams. Well, we don't have the time right. to do uh, the deep right. dive the schedule yeah. here. Listen, listen, listen to Friday's show. <laughs> when when yeah. Travis was feeling a lot more five percent. Now he's up to 50 because yeah. he doesn't fear Arkansas. Yeah, I, I don't. 
I, I really don't. I'm not. I'm not afraid of a pig at all. So, uh, but you know, uh, there are some other intriguing matchups in the uh, quadrants, and the uh, first four games will uh, begin there on a Tuesday with Semo uh, taking on a Texas A&M, a Corpus Christi, and that's the battle of the 16 seeds, and that's basically just the uh, uh, winner to advance to lose to Alabama there in that yeah. one. Uh, Pitt will take on a Mississippi State in that one, a battle for the 11th seed there and that will be in the Midwest region. Let's see. The winner will take on Iowa State in uh, that one. And then on Wednesday, part of the uh, first four, Fairly Dickerson against Texas uh, Southern. That will be the winner will battle to lose to Purdue in the opening round. And Nevada and Arizona State will match up as well. Battle for the 11th seed. And the winner will take on a TCU in their opening round and it'll all get started there on a Thursday with a whole slew of games in the early window West Virginia Maryland a forum against Virginia Utah State against Missouri it's a pretty intriguing matchup there uh, Howard will start off with the number one seed at Kansas uh, Charleston and San Diego State will also be in action on Thursday Princeton Arizona of course Illinois and Arkansas Auburn Iowa Oral Roberts and a Duke Duke just ended up winning the ACC championship championship uh colgate there against the uh, big 12 tournament champions texas boise state against northwestern uh northern kentucky against houston uh, louisiana against tennessee uh, penn state oh man they got a uh, tough draw at texas a&m their first game that's 7 10 uh matchup and texas a&m got the shaft as well as they made it all the way to the sec championship game only to be a seventh seed there and then uh, UNC Asheville will be up against the two-seed UCLA. So a lot of uh, good action on a Thursday to kick off the tournament. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and it's that time of year. Don't expect a lot of productivity out of your employees because they'll be <laughs> yeah. looking at their phones and their computer screens and watching these games. Right, yeah, and it's not like it not like it used to be. These are on, you know, CBS, True TV, TNT, TBS. Don't worry, Travis, there's an app. You can just watch all the games on an app. It's okay. Well, I know, but it's not like it used to be. We used to have just CBS. Oh, yeah. Lucky yeah. if we had two CBS channels, yep. but uh, CBS and whatever game that they had yep. on. And you were stuck watching it, and then you just get <laughs> updates where they cut two other games. Hopefully they cut exciting. to it. Yep. Hopefully yep. they cut to it, but not anymore. You can watch all of them. You, you can split screen action, all four of them. Yeah. Before we get out of time. of talking about the NCAA tournament, I I just want to bring up three points here, real quickly. Mm-hmm. We already mentioned Rutgers and being stiffed yeah, by they, the NCAA. They were snubbed. Let's move over to the women's bracket real quick. Mm-hmm. Iowa getting a two. Even though they won the Big Ten Conference Championship, but Indiana getting a one. That's a snub. Yeah. And Illinois women's team on the first four, an right. 11 seed, having to play with a 22-9 and nine record. Yeah, I know. What did the Big Ten do <laughs> to make the NCAA mad? I know. Yeah, I was really disappointed and kind of bummed that they were in the basically the play-in. The play-in game. Mm-hmm. Taking on Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't get it. Right. Don't yeah. get it. And I think that even the you saw some of the reactions by the uh, women's team of uh, yeah. when they were announced for that. They, they were kind of shocked. Yeah. By it, as they, they should the be. Game. 22 and 9. Yeah. Like, 
I don't get it. Yeah. So if there's a team, Travis, you mentioned it about, you know, making a run and I hope makes a run. I'm going with the Illinois girls as far as who I want, because they've at least played good basketball all season long. And they deserve to go on a run. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Coach Green and first year. Yep. Really turned that program around. Absolutely. So I hope they go on the on a run. The men's team, yeah, I'll, I'll pause for a moment on that one. But the girls' team, I hope, go on a run. And I did see a stat that both the men's and women's basketball teams for Illinois are in the NCAA tournament for the first time since 2003. Wow. That's so awesome. It's been quite a while. What is it we said? Illinois sports, biggest turnaround in the Big Ten, yeah. like in the past two years? Mm-hmm. Football team, basketball teams, all yep. of it turn around. I like it. Mm-hmm. Upward momentum. Yep. Yep, definitely on the uptick, definitely so, on the upswing for sure. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. So yeah. uh, go Illini girls, and uh, as far as the guys go, uh, Big Ten teams don't do well in the tournament. Historically, so. they don't. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, that's that's my, my one bracket tip if you're filling out your bracket. Be leery of Big Ten teams going far. We yeah. know what happens. Yeah, definitely. Unfortunately, we know how this story goes. And uh, that is, uh, that's accurate. So uh, we'll see we what happens. Because we beat up each other yeah. in the regular season. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely true. And uh, I don't see a lot of people are uh, predicting uh, Purdue to nope. go very far in their nope. brackets uh, either uh, for some experts in their final four predictions. So yep. I guess we'll just see how it we'll all We'll just see. I mean, I hope, the, I hope they're out. wrong. Being oh, a Big definitely. Ten Conference school, I want us to make the Final Four, whoever it is, especially since Michigan's not in there. I mm-hmm. kind of don't hate the rest of the schools that made it. Yeah. But I just want the Big Ten to do good. Yeah, I, I feel know. like we're the laughing stock of college basketball sometimes. I feel that way, yeah. Because we'll have Comes five to teams in the top 25 or six or seven or however many, and we're saying we're the best basketball conference, and we can't get out of the first weekend. Yeah. And we just lay eggs in, in the, the tournament. In the yeah. Tournament, yeah. Once the calendar changes to March, we don't know how to play basketball anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. As a conference. So mm-hmm. one big 10 team, I want to make a run. And will that be Illinois? Well, it begins no. at a three 30 on a Thursday. Coverage starts at two 30. Yep. There. So, uh, tune in to uh, that against Arkansas there in Iowa for that one. All right, so uh, let's uh, take a break and uh, let's come back talking some uh, local sports. We'll talk about those uh, championship games that happened on uh, Saturday in uh, basketball. We'll take a look at the Coaches Association, all state teams, and some of the area representation there. And a get a set up for the uh, schedule for today for baseball and uh, softball as uh, some games, well, already have been postponed. And we'll tell you about them coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. Employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products. Or learn more at PeakinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. 
Here at Niemers, we are always looking ahead. We are planning for Easter holiday, our busy catering season, and just what we expect to be a busy summer. This means Maria is making seating charts for Easter reservations, Blake is booking various catered events, and I am working to add to our team here at Niemers. If you are looking for a fresh start in a family-run business, look no further than Niemers. We have an amazing staff and are looking to add a few key people who fit into our team-oriented environment. Apply today. So delicious, always special, Niemers Steakhouse. Join Mark Patrick Seminars and stop smoking now without craving zero debility, weight gain, or your money back. Only $49.99 guaranteed. That's right, don't just cut down, but stop smoking once and for all. Also lose all the weight you want for only $49.99 guaranteed with Mark Patrick Seminars. Let hypnosis destroy unwanted cravings, late day eating binges, boredom eating, stress eating, and lose the weight. The seminar is on Monday, March 20th at the Holiday Inn in Effingham. Stop smoking seminar starts at 8 and weight loss seminar at 5.30 p.m. Sign up at markpatrickseminars.com. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all out of family homes. These tragedies remind us to double-check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brakes destination. We have the pads, rotors, drums, shoes, and brake fluids to improve your stopping power. Right now, save 15% when you get any two Duralast rotors with a set of Duralast brake pads. Missing a tool? Ask about our free loan -a tool program and borrow the tools you need to get the job done. Get in zone, AutoZone. Claim based on data from the MPD Group 2021. Deposit required for loan -a tool Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. <laughs> Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. That <laughs> looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pi Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. And now, this outpouring of love for Tom Brady is what we are beginning with today. Everyone showering this man with love and goatness. How about it? The starting lineup. 
almost every single one of Brady's Super Bowls has been clouded with controversy, and that seems what people are forgetting. And let's not forget that so a couple Super Bowls were gifted to him. The tuck rule, the... You can't the blame him for the referee stuff. You can't blame referee. him, but he benefited from it. Okay, everyone gets a call. They benefited from it last night as well. Which which rule? Which which one of those penalties? Whenever the Chiefs are holding, that was so ticky tacky. Come on, so it's many a holding. Super Bowl. Let them play. On ninety-eight nine, the game. Back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 the game ESPN radio. Let's check out uh, what happened there in uh, Champaign on uh, Saturday for the uh, championships as uh, high school basketball came to a close uh, there on Saturday as in a 1A the uh, state championship went to Cabal Catholic as uh, they won easily over Scales Mountain by 20 65 to uh, 45 so team that defeated uh, Tuscola ended up in a second place there in the championship on a Saturday and the team that defeated Topolis on a Thursday DePaul College Prep well they ended up taking the state championship game in a 2A as they won over Bloomington Central Catholic 65-41 believe that coach Underwood was in attendance there in this one as uh, he was looking at uh, someone from Bloomington Central Catholic I believe so there you go DePaul College nice. Preps ended up taking uh, the championship uh, some uh, good company there watching the game. And I also saw that uh, State Farm Center was pretty packed for the uh, 3A title game, so that's what you like to see. Yep. Uh, Metamora won over Chicago Simeon, and they got to see a great game, 46-42. As this was probably a lot of people wanted to see uh, this game happen, and it ended up uh, being a great game as Metamora ended up taking the uh, state championship there in 3A. And we don't really ever talk about them because no one that we have around here is a part of 4A. But uh, Moline ended up winning the state championship there. They went over uh, Bennett Academy 59-42 to there to close things out there at the State Farm Center. Saw a lot of people uh, from Moline at the mall there on Saturday. I was up in Champaign at the mall doing some shopping with my family. And uh, saw a lot of them with their Final Four uh, t-shirts walking around and uh, people are actually coming up to some of them saying hey you guys played a good game on Friday night uh, mm-hmm. to get to that championship game so uh, yeah uh, good representation there were a lot of people in Champaign Travis I ended up uh, accidentally being down by the State Farm Center Friday night uh, in the evening and that place was hard to get around they were sure, redirecting yeah. traffic and everything it was good to see though it tells you that high school basketball is alive and well in the state of illinois which is always a good thing yeah you definitely love to see that there at the uh, state farm center yep. in uh, champaign uh, definitely aware we like it yep. uh, up there for sure for the state title game so uh, they also announced the uh, coaches association all state teams there and i believe those got honored there this weekend as well and in uh, Class 1A, a lot of representation here on the first team, second team, third team, and honorable mentions. Uh, first team for the Coaches Association All-State team, two representatives from the uh, NTC, Mason Robinson from Altamont, the senior, and also a fellow senior from North Clay, Logan Fleener, 
made the uh, first team. So very cool honor there. Uh, second team also uh, for Altamont, Avery Yarhouse, the uh, senior, made it. And uh, Jordan Quinn uh, for Tuscola. The uh, junior makes the uh, second team list, and I uh, know that uh, team that Altamont faced a couple times, Elijah Allman from Nicomas, he ended up making the uh, second team list. Uh, third team honors from around here, Austin Wittenberg for Wednesday's Two Straws, Jackson Parcel from uh, Casey, uh, Sebastian Hill from Decatur LSA, and uh, Parker Bone uh, from uh, Chrysler Rock in uh, making the uh, third team there. Uh, did have uh, one uh, from honorable mention uh, from uh, St. Anthony and Brock Fearday, uh, the uh, sophomore uh, makes the list there on the honorable mentions for uh, 1A for the Coaches Association All-State team. And uh, Class 2A, uh, tight Pence there from St. Joe Ogden. He ended up making the uh, first team. Uh, second team, all honors went to uh, Caleb Seamer from Tatopolis, uh, the senior making the list. And uh, Brian Jennings from uh, Lawrenceville, the uh, junior, making a second team. On the third team, we had uh, Cooper, uh, Cooper Lowell from uh, Robinson. The senior makes the list, and a team that uh, a couple of teams from around here uh, uh, took on. Bree Central, uh, Mason Schubert ended up making the list for the third team. And uh, some all special mentions, uh, Brennan Niebergy from Tatopolis and uh, Landon Moss, senior from uh, Greenville, and Caden Nichols from Newton, the junior, makes the uh, special mentions list and it did have a few player or a couple players from uh, Apollo conference teams making the uh, list in 3A. Uh, we had Peyton Cook from Lincoln, the senior making a third team all state in the coaches and we also had uh, two honorable mentions from Mount Zion, Carson Cuddy, the uh, senior and the outstanding sophomore from the Braves as well, uh, Lincoln Custer making the uh, special mentions list there for the uh, Coaches Association All-State team. So uh, area representation there on the list. Yeah, congratulations to all those kids. And uh, so uh, we can uh, almost close the uh, book on high school basketball. So uh, let's take a look at uh, some other things in uh, volleyball Friday for the uh, state tournaments. It was uh, Lincoln West, uh, Lincoln Broadwell defeating Sigal St. Michael in three sets, 25-23. Uh, Sigal St. Michael took the first set, but then uh, Lincoln ended up winning the second and third sets, 25-18 and 26-24. There at the state tournament. Also, uh, Springfield defeated uh, Stu Straws in two sets, 25-18, 25-19. And in the 3A state finals, uh, we had Topless falling to a Lockport, 25-18 and 25-12 <coughs> on Friday in seventh grade of volleyball uh, there. And here we go. The high school baseball and uh, softball seasons are getting underway, and uh, they're getting underway today. And, of course, here in the state of Illinois, weather uh, unpredictable and uh, cold temperatures as well already causing some cancellations and uh, some uh, postponements of uh, some of these games. But uh, as we have uh, right now, Dietrich and uh, Lawrenceville are still scheduled to uh, square off Edwards County and uh, Casey are supposed to square off in baseball and a couple of uh, postponements. Uh, we had uh, Nioga and Marshall. They've already uh, postponed or canceled their game, and Newton was supposed to take on Fairfield, but that game has been postponed until Wednesday at potentially 4 p.m. Uh, there. 
and I did get a one I don't know if this was baseball or softball I can't remember the email about South Central and CHBC being postponed today uh, as well and in uh, softball currently uh, the only one's been postponed right now is Dietrich is was supposed to square off against Cumberland but that game's been postponed to a later date uh, St. Anthony's supposed to square off against Tolona Unity South Central and Oblong Oakwood and Marshall and Edwards County and a Casey in a softball as well but if we do have any cancellations or postponements we'll definitely uh, post those and update those on the local sports tab yep. uh there is uh it's opening day for baseball and softball hopefully you get some of the games in uh but you know cold weather and rain yeah uh, rain and snow flurries yeah ugh. kind of don't want to play baseball on snow flurries no, not at all. And also in the sectional championships in eighth grade volleyball, we got Martinsville against Sigal St. Michael in the Sigal sectional championship, Paris Crestwood sectional championship, Paris Crestwood against Stu Strauss, and in 3A, the Paris Mayo sectional championship, Arthur against the Topless again in eighth grade volleyball there. And uh, again, stay tuned to the website for any cancellations and updates on those tomorrow all right so uh let's come back and let's talk about the big news that happened on a friday as the bears traded away the number one pick to the carolina panthers and uh, nfl free agency is already off and running has already had a couple of random signings teams explore players exploring possible other options uh for other teams and we'll talk about all that coming up next here on the star lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around and talk with your friends, and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank and Totopolis Sigel in Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Get ready to hit the road with our annual spring tire sale here at Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota in Effingham. For a limited time, save $100 on a wide range of top quality tires for your vehicle, plus our free lifetime tire rotation plan. We are also running a special on fore and front wheel alignments. Let the service professionals get your vehicle ready for spring, where our service makes a difference. Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, online at danheck.com. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Sarah wants a yard. My own little paradise. Brad, however, hates yard work. The only thing I hate more than cutting the grass is paying someone to cut the grass. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Sarah and Brad found a great home with a yard. A very, very small yard. Time to get it done. And I'm done. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. 
Lowe's always has more ways for you to save. On top of our everyday low prices, pros can save big when buying in bulk. Or if your purchase is over $1,500, ask about our volume savings program. A pro associate can provide a customized quote. Ask about our volume savings programs today. It always pays to be a pro at Lowe's. While supplies last, minimum purchase required. Selection varies by location. Lowe's reserves the right to limit quantities. Volume discount pricing quotes are valid up to seven days. Visit your local pro desk to learn more and start saving. Offers subject to change may not be available in all Lowe's stores. And now... Mike Trout uses HGH, though. That's the only reason why he's good. I was going to say, is he still the best player in baseball? Yes. Even with all his injuries? Why? Because people don't talk about him because he plays for the Angels. And they're going to continue to not talk about him because he still plays for the Angels. And he signed a long-term deal. And he doesn't play an entire season. And he can't make the postseason. Because the Angels stink. Play the whole season. The starting lineup. I think you have to play a majority of the season to be the best player. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Blues couldn't finish off a two-goal comeback during a 5-3 loss to the Vegas Golden Knights at the Enterprise Center. St. Louis is now sixth place in the Central Division with 63 points and a 29-32-5 record they hosted on Wednesday. The Cardinals earned a 5-1 win over the Washington Nationals in spring training yesterday. The Cardinals are now 9-5 in exhibition play. They take on the Astros tomorrow. St. Louis City SC remains undefeated in its first MLS season following a 2-1 victory over the Portland Timbers at Providence Park on Saturday. City surrendered a goal in the third minute of the match, but they tied things up before halftime before getting the go-ahead goal in the 75th minute. St. Louis is now in first place in the Western Conference with three wins, zero losses, and zero ties. The club hosts San Jose this Saturday. The Bulls overcame a 13-point deficit to beat the Rockets 119-111 at the Toyota Center on Saturday. Chicago outscored Houston 32-16 in the fourth quarter to steal a victory. Zach Levine poured in 36 points in the victory. DeMar DeRozan had 27. Chicago is now 10th place in the Eastern Conference at 31-36. They host Sacramento on Wednesday. The Blackhawks surrendered a pair of goals in the final minute of regulation during a 3-1 loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Blackhawks are now have 50 points, their last place in the Central Division with a 22-38-6 and and record. They host Boston tomorrow night, and the Cubs lost to the Brewers 5-3 yesterday in spring training. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Marks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits. And speaking of teams in uh, Chicago, the uh, Bears, they made a, a splash on a Friday, and it's so long ago that it's not even popping up on the top headlines on no. ESPN because it happened on Friday at 4.30. But the uh, Bears, they've done it as uh, they've well, moved on from the number one pick. I was going to say, we both said that we thought this trade would take place closer to the draft. Mm-hmm. We both thought that the Bears would hold on to it and try and get the best that they could mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Travis, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it right now. I think they got the best they could for this pick. Oh, yeah. I, was going to say, I love this trade. Yeah, so do I. This is a great trade. So what they did, they traded the number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers mm-hmm. in exchange for the ninth, the yep. 61st, a first rounder next year, mm-hmm. a second rounder in 2025, and wide receiver DJ Moore. Moore caught 63 passes for 888 yards and seven touchdowns last season, and he has three seasons of over 1,000 receiving yards. Travis, the Bears have needed a wide receiver. They got a one wide receiver. They definitely got some uh, some help in that department for sure while uh, going along with trading away some uh, 
for some draft picks, and you have a, a major player there yep. at wide receiver. So that was definitely a great deal. And now you don't have to use that ninth pick or any of your other draft picks on a wide receiver. No. You can focus on either the offensive line or the defensive line with that ninth pick. I think it's a great move. And you get Carolina's first next year. Let's be honest, I'm not expecting a lot of great things out of Carolina this upcoming season. Yeah, no. So, And you, you talk about more. 888 yards last year, Travis, with Sam Darnold as his quarterback. Yeah. So, you know, that's definitely gives you some reason to maybe be excited if you're a Bears fan that this is a guy who's going to come in and make an impact immediately. Yeah, right, yeah. Immediate impact for sure uh, there. So, uh, Bears. If you were grading, Travis, what would you give the Bears? Ooh, if I was grading, uh, is it too low if I give him like a B minus? I'll give him – I'll give him a B plus. Hmm. I I would have liked to have seen another first rounder instead of that second rounder the in 2025. Mm-hmm. But I think it kind of balances out. I haven't looked at the contract status of more as far as how many years he's under control for the Bears now. Yeah. Um. If he's under control, if he has a contract for three or four years, then I would move it up to an A. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I'm not sure about that contract yeah. situation either. Um, because a first of all, you have the cap space, as everyone knows, to go out and sign players. Mm-hmm. You now don't have to worry about the wide receiver market, which let's be honest, was not a great wide receiver free agent class. No, not really. and the draft class wasn't great full of wide receivers where you were picking with the one pick. Mm-hmm. So you got a one. Yep. Without having to use a draft pick on a one. I think, you know, we knew Carolina would be one of those desperate teams, especially when Derek Carr went to the Saints and signed with the Saints. Mm-hmm. That kind of turned up their desperation level, as well as the Falcons, as well as the the Buccaneers, you'd have to think. But Carolina was obviously the first one. Now, do I think the Bears could have gotten more if they waited? I think so. No pun intended, by the way, there. Uh, <laughs> I think they could have gotten more if they waited a little bit longer. But I think at the same time, you're happy with this, so why not take it now? Right. Because otherwise you could be left standing there with the number one pick and Mm -hmm. and not getting anything in return. Um, Where I think the desperation now comes in, Travis, if you're Indy. Yeah, what are you doing? Well, we we talked about this. Mm -hmm. And you, everyone, and, and we talked off air, everyone is on the hole, and and it's sewn up, it's locked up, he's going to New York with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. We talked about it here last week. The Colts are interviewing linemen. They're not interviewing quarterbacks. They're interviewing linemen. Travis, I still don't think Indy's not trying to get Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Why wouldn't you be talking to the quarterbacks at this point if you're Indy? Yeah. Why would you be spending the time with these top 30 visits on linemen? Mm-hmm. Saying like top 30 visits with like the draft, potential draft picks? Yes. Mm-hmm. I was going to say like, I mean, yeah, four, you could still draft a quarterback, whoever doesn't get selected. But why wouldn't you be interviewing them now? Why wouldn't you be bringing them in for one-on-one meetings? Yeah. Why are you bringing in linemen for these one-on-one meetings? Not to say you don't need line help, because you do if you're Indy. But I think you need a quarterback more so. 
Yeah, and say you need a lot of help. And especially using a top thirty visit, you don't have another draft pick in the top thirty. Mm-hmm. I get the whole well. We want to make sure we interview everyone. We want to make sure we take advantage of what's out there. Blah blah blah. I get that. But to me, I would be talking to all the quarterbacks first and foremost, and then go on from there. Right. I mean, yeah. And I'm sure people are are listening to the radios right now and screaming at Eric saying, well, they probably did that at the Combine, Eric. They talked to all of them at the Combine. But why not bring them in one-on-one to your team facility and talk to them there? Right. I'm I'm sure they did have some conversations. I'm sure they did. And maybe, maybe this is all just you know, window dressing and going through the motions, and this is what we have to do, and they know what they're doing with that fourth pick. But now that Carolina has moved to one, you have to figure there's a quarterback off the board. Definitely. Houston, there's a quarterback off the board. So now you're looking at the third best quarterback if – I don't even remember who's picking third. Uh, Third is the Cardinals. They're pretty confident in their quarterback, at least you would think. They just, just gave him a contract extension, even though he played awful last year. But who's to say someone's not going to trade up to that third spot, Travis? Seattle, yeah. we've already – I know they just signed Geno. They mentioned about how they have that fifth pick. Yeah. Atlanta, we already mentioned. Yeah. It's not a realm of possibility the Cardinals could ship off the third pick and, you know, maybe shipping off Hopkins as well. Yeah, there have been talks of that. Potentially. Uh, Is there a world, Travis, where the Colts stay pat at four – and miss a quarterback? Mm. Is that what we're looking at? Uh, That would be unfortunate. After just Saturday last year, if they miss a quarterback in this draft, or in free agency, or trades, and they don't get that franchise quarterback that they said, we need to get, Mm. I don't know what you're doing at this point. I don't know what you're doing either. If you miss on any free agent and miss on a draft pick sitting at four... Yeah, come on. That's why I think, Travis, they have to be trying still to get Aaron Rodgers. Or or they're going to do the opposite thing, and they're going to try and get what's-his-name from the Jets. What's-his-name? Zach Wilson? Yes. Yeah, nah. I don't think you want to do that. Well, I thought they'd want to draft a quarterback in the draft. I would think so, too, yeah. Obviously not. <laughs> Linemen are more important. Yeah, I guess that's true. But uh, everyone just kind of is waiting on Rogers' decision. He's basically already got one foot in New York anyway, so I don't think there's any hope for for that happening. Uh, Bears are already off and running with free agency as they signed uh, the linebacker from uh, the Eagles, TJ Edwards, on a a three-year deal. And I saw that Austin Eckler is uh, potentially uh, going to uh, be looking elsewhere. He's got permission to talk with other teams or whatnot. So NFL free agency already off and running, and we're waiting on Rodgers to make his decision. How do you feel about your Rams making the trade of Jalen Ramsey to the oh, Dolphins? Oh, yes, and Jalen Ramsey. I didn't. Knew, I knew that we wouldn't have him for a long time. Uh, I wish we would have gotten more yeah. back for him. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, I knew it was only a matter of time of who he was going to get traded to, and Dolphins, they're stacked. Travis, this makes me think the Rams are rebuilding. I think they are, yeah. I think I, I'm wondering why uh, uh, McVay is still there. He said he was coming back, and he said that he didn't like how last season 
Right. Was so. But you think if you're doing a rebuild, you want a new coach to start from scratch instead of um, maybe a year or two extra with him. But Mm. yeah, that's definitely a big uh, move because we talked about that West is stacked. Mm -hmm. You're you're definitely going through rebuild right now if you're the Rams. Definitely looks like that way, uh, for sure. And uh, let's uh, close out the show, and let's close it out with a top three moments from the uh, sports weekend. So uh, let's do it. Coming up next. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. When an illness strikes you or your family, count on the help of Andy's Health Mart Pharmacy, your community Health Mart Pharmacy. They have a wide selection of over-the-counter medicines to offer relief. Plus, if you're on a prescription and need to know how some of these medicines will interact with your prescription, your Andy's Health Mart Pharmacists are trusted healthcare resources that can recommend the best products for you. Visit Andy's Health Mart Pharmacy today at 805 West Fayette in Effingham. Health Mart. Taking the time to listen and care. And now, where this is the furthest Effingham has gotten, and how many times? I'm going to get blasted for getting this wrong. Who wants to go first? Well, I'm going to go first. Semis once. Travis. Third round, three times. Semis once, once this year. The starting lineup. Like I said, by next week, it'll no, be completely No, no, that's wrong. Well, I mean, okay, no, it's not. It's okay. Everyone gets $5. Jesus. Oh, that was so stupid. On 98.9 The Game. So stupid. <laughs> thought this was a freaking trick question. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9. We're just a little bit longer. Let's close out today's show with what we always do on a Monday, and that's the top three moments from the uh, sports weekend. And now it's time for the top three. And my number three moment, of course, no particular order, but I'll start off with my number three. And that was the uh, spectators behind home plate in the USA-Mexico game last night. Uh, stealing the uh, show as they were punching people out. Uh, almost in sync with the umpire. They were chugging uh, white claws out of their shoes and uh, just being uh, entertaining back there. Uh, more entertaining than the game, per se. So... Uh, the spectators behind home plate stealing the show. I'll take your word for it. My number three, Travis, is Alex Smalley's hole-in-one on 17 yesterday. One of three hole-in-ones from the weekend on the Island Green at the Players' Championship. But his was a one-bouncer. One bounce straight I in the cup. That, yeah. It was nice. That was a nice hole-in-one there for Alex Smalley. 
And then I'll stay with the uh, Players' Championship for my number two. And that was Jordan Spieth on a Friday hitting a fan and uh, saving it from going in the water. And it landed in the fairway. He would end up making eagle on the hole. And he ends up making the cut because of that. And uh, they hooked up and they got uh, him some... Didn't really see what exactly uh, he gave him, but uh, Jordan Spieth said he would give him anything he wanted. And so uh, Spieth making the cut because ball hits a fan and it lands in the fairway. My number two is the East St. Louis boys basketball team. Friday night after third place, uh, they won the third place game. They went to Neal Street Blues in downtown Champaign for dinner. It was close to closing time, but the owner stayed open. She was in another room while they were eating. Turned around, Travis. They had pushed in the chairs, cleaned up the table, swept the floor, everything like that. She tried to track them down, could not track them down. So the East St. Louis boys basketball team cleaning up late at night uh, after they got third place. That's a nice act right there. I did see that, yeah, for sure. Classy act, uh, for sure. And then uh, my number one moment from the uh, sports weekend takes us to uh, St. Louis, and that was 38,310 people filling up the uh, dome there in St. Louis to watch the uh, Battle Hawks as they beat Bob Stoops and the Renegade, and uh, they end up winning the game, and 38,000 people showed out in that one. So uh, a lot of people were there in the Dome last night, yesterday, yep. making a lot of noise for a sports town, St. Louis. Uh, I did see that. It was it was good uh, for a baseball town. Uh, my number one, Travis, takes us to Friday night, and that – this is why we need robotic umpires. It was the umpire from the Southland Conference game between Mississippi Valley State and New Orleans calling back-to-back -back third strikes on balls that were yeah. clearly balls to end the game and then just walking off the field like nothing happened. He's been suspended indefinitely, and he should be suspended forever. He should not ump another game. It was pathetic. Hey. Yeah, I did see that. That, that is why we need robotic umpires, that Travis. That bad. Yeah, that I was mean, bad. The first one, uh, maybe. That second pitch see. was in the batter's box. Like, yeah, hit the dirt say. of the batter's box. And he's just like, punch him out, walk off. Yeah. And I, the, I love the announcer for, for the, uh, the team that lost. He said, well, obviously that umpire was ready to go home. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Obviously he was done. He was ready to go <laughs> home. Yeah, I did see that. And unfortunate there, but being suspended... So indefinitely, and like I said, should be forever. He should never be allowed to umpire another game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was pretty, uh, pretty bad. It was pathetic. Yeah, pretty bad. He's the guys who give umpires bad names. Mm -hmm. Yep, uh, for sure. All right, so uh, let's continue talking in the uh, pod. We got uh, more national sports. We got a World Baseball Classic, golf, NASCAR, all coming up in the pod. Before we get out of here, though, no starting lineup tomorrow. I think I'll do a pod, but well, a pod, but no radio show. Yeah. Um. So be be on the lookout for that. The pod over fgamradio.com. Yep. Check it out in the uh, podcast yep. podcast feed. Yep. 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 Uh, for sure for today and tomorrow. So, uh, we'll talk to you then. And uh, coming up next here on uh, ESPN Radio is more free agency talk and the Aaron Rodgers watch on Fitz and Harry coming up here. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back to the starting lineup. Welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineup. And uh, coming up here, Travis Sparks, Eric Fry. We got more stuff to uh, talk about in the way of uh, national sports, NBA, NHL, World Baseball Classic, Golf, NASCAR, recap of NASCAR, pick them all on the way. And uh, is there anything on sports or anything you wanted to clean up? Yeah, uh, the White Sox played to a 1-1 tie against the Angels, so that's great. Tie. Ugh, I hate it, Travis. Uh, the Colts uh, have re-signed defensive lineman uh, Taquan Lewis to a one-year $2.1 million deal. $500,000 of that will be guaranteed. Um the Pacers visit the Pistons tonight. We'll talk about that coming up. Uh, Kansas head basketball coach Bill Self is set to rejoin the team. Uh, program announced that Self was discharged from the hospital on Sunday and has returned home. School said that Self is, quote, expected to make a full recovery, under quote, after undergoing a standard procedure that went well. So there you go. Um, the Commanders are extending one of their top defensive players as Washington defensive tackle Darren Payne have reached agreement on a four-year $90 million deal, $60 million of that will be guaranteed. It makes him the second-highest-paid defensive tackle in history behind Aaron Donald. Uh, the Giants are bringing back a familiar face as they sign wide receiver Sterling Shepard to a one-year deal. Shepard has dealt with numerous injuries the past few years, including a torn Achilles the previous year, as well as knee, concussion, ankle, quad, and hamstring injuries throughout his career. The Bills are locking up a key piece of their defense as they announce signed linebacker Matt Milano to a two-year extension. And finally, the Red Sox are not expecting their new third baseman to be out of the lineup long. Boston manager Alex Cora said the team is anticipating that Justin Turner will be back for opening day. After he was hit in the face by a pitch during spring training last week, the 38-year-old had to have 16 stitches in his mouth. Following the accident, Turner said that every day he is, quote, getting a little better and told reporters that he has re resumed some baseball activities. Mm -hmm. 16 in your mouth is gnarly. Mm -hmm. Yep, that was definitely a gnarly. scary, scary incident for sure. All right, so uh, we will get to uh, the World Baseball Classic here in a second, but uh, let's take a look at what happened in the NBA over the weekend. As the uh, Clippers, they beat the uh, Knicks 106-95 to uh, 95 on uh, Saturday. Celtics with a victory over the Hawks 134-125. The Bulls, they were victorious over the Rockets 119-111. Grizzlies, they beat the Mavs 112-108. Don't believe that game had anyone in it with John Morant. I know one of the two was out with Kyrie and uh, Luca, but uh, I think one of those two players are still going to be out for uh, an upcoming game for Dallas. Uh, Warriors, they were victorious in OT 125-116 over the uh, Bucks as Steph Curry takes over there in the fourth quarter in OT, including a clutch three-pointer to a force overtime. Steph Curry, 36 points in that one. And the Kings, uh, they were all over the Suns, 128-119 on a Saturday as well. On a Sunday, the Nuggets, I think this is the second and the last three triple-doubles that Jokic has had, and they lose the Nets 122-120 to 120, despite Jokic 35 points, 20 rebounds, and 11 assists. Cavs over the Hornets 114-108. 76ers over the Wizards 112-93. Joel Embiid 34 points and four blocks in the win. 
Thunder over the uh, Spurs and the Knicks bounce back and beat one of the LA teams. They went over the Lakers 112 to 108. Yesterday, Julius Randle going for 33 in the win. D'Angelo Russell, 33 points in the loss for the Lakers. Games going on tonight. Indiana, they're in Detroit to take on the Pistons. The T-Wolves are against the Hawks. Jazz against the Heat. Grizzlies and Mavericks. Celtics, Rockets. Suns and Warriors. Bucks and Kings tonight. Two games on ESPN. Grizzlies and Mavs. Suns and Warriors. Man, we could have had a KD return to Golden State. But not to be. He's still out. Three to four weeks or whatever it is. But still, two match, two good matchups on a Monday night in the NBA. Um. All right, so uh, let's uh, take a look at NHL from over the weekend as it was the uh, Penguins getting the win over the Flyers on Saturday, 5-1. to one. Rangers and OT over the Sabres, 2-1. to one. Uh, We also had the Avalanche over the Coyotes, 3-2 to two in OT. Golden Knights shutting out the Hurricanes, 4 to nothing. So 5-2 to two Blues a victory over the uh, Blue Jackets. Uh, Jordan Cairo goes for a hattie, a hat trick on a Saturday against Columbus. Jets win an OT over the Panthers, 5-4. to four. Devils got the win. Lightning 3 to 1 over the Blackhawks. Maple Leafs and Oilers 7 to 4. Austin Matthews team gets the win over Connor McDavid 7 to 4. Four goals in the second period of Fort Toronto. Uh, <laughs> Capitals 5 to 1 over the Islanders. The Stars in OT over the Kraken. 4-3, Predators over the Kings, 2-1 in a shootout. And also on a Saturday, the Bruins got the win, 3-2 over the Red Wings. And that put them over the 50-win mark. And they become the fastest team in NHL history to reach 50 wins on the season. So Boston making them history on a Saturday, 59-5 for the Bruins. So Impressive. Impressive to say the least. On, and then they would go and lose on Sunday. They are on pace, though, to uh, break the record. Yeah. They just need to win, I think, every game but one. Yeah. The rest of the way. Yeah, and the Red Wings ended up winning on Sunday 5-3. Uh, to three. Uh, Penguins, they won over the Rangers 3-2. Uh, to two. Uh, Devils with a shutout against the Hurricanes, 3 to nothing. Blues not so lucky against the uh, like they were against Columbus. 5-3 to three loss against Vegas yesterday. Jets, they won over the Lightning, 3-2. to two. Flames, 5-1 to one over the Senators. Preds, another win in OT, 5-4. to four. And Coyotes, 5-4 to four in OT against the Wild. Games going on tonight, only three games. Avalanche Canadians, Sabres, Maple Leafs, and Stars against the uh, Kraken tonight. And that's it for the NHL. But, again, history being made there with the um, Bruins. All right, let's keep rolling on here. Uh, what's next? Uh, let's talk a little World of Baseball Classic as... We already had uh, four teams advance to uh, the uh, quarterfinals as uh, Japan. They won 7-1 over Australia over the uh, weekend. And Japan closes out pool play. Impressive 4-0 after they beat Australia. 
there on a Sunday. So they're on. They're the number one team in Pool B. And so they'll advance easily to the quarterfinals. But Australia, they also advanced on as that's that only loss in Pool B that they had. So they're 3-1. and one, So they're also on to the quarterfinals. And uh, Korea, they uh, closed it out strong early this morning, 20-2 over China. So China 0-4, 22-2. Yeah. So uh, that wrapped up a Pool B. Uh, pool A was just – they were the Big Ten. Everybody tied at 2-2, two two. five-way tie in Pool A. So they had to go to a bunch of tiebreakers to uh, decide this one. And it's Cuba and Italy are coming out of Pool A, advancing to two of the uh, quarterfinals thanks to uh, some magical tiebreakers as Italy knew exactly what they needed to do and how many runs they needed to score. And they won 7-1 to over the Netherlands to advance in uh, Pool B. And uh, let's see. I think that was it from... Saturday or Sunday, uh, Venezuela, they got the win over Puerto Rico. I told you not to sleep on Venezuela. Yep. 9-6 to six over Yadier Molina's team, 9-6. to six. Um, And then uh, Mexico beat up on the United States last night, 11-5. <sighs> it's all right. It's all right, Travis. It's the second game in three days. And uh, this one uh, tonight, we can't afford it to lose, though, as it's Canada against the U.S., Canada, of course, they uh, mercy ruled Great Britain yeah. in their last game, and uh, Great Britain. Those time new Roman uniforms, I see. Oh gosh, they were awful. Why? Why is this team even in the tournament? As they only have one player that was born in Great Britain, and the you generic and the generic uniforms as you, well. You got me. Ugh. You got me. But it's almost like no one told them they were a team until the day before. <laughs> guess so. The prestigious World Baseball Classic. I guess so. Uh, Israel and uh, Puerto Rico matching up as well in uh, pool play. Uh, Dominican Republic and Nicaragua are already uh, playing, and Dominican Republic needs this one. They can't afford to drop to 0-2. And, and like I said, uh, Canada and the U.S. tonight at 10 o'clock with Lance Lynn going tonight for the oh, U.S. Boy. Travis, I, I'm i a big supporter of all things USA. I always say I am. But part of me wants USA to lose because I want to see Travis's enthusiasm for this tournament when USA doesn't make it out of pool play. I'll still be I'll still be here updating you. Well, yeah. Yeah. You won't lose you won't lose lose emphasis. No, I won't like lose the interest. World Cup. No. Well, that's the World Cup. That's soccer. And care less about soccer. But you're full of American pride. I'm full of American pride, sure. But I'll pretend to care about them. For once the girls get eliminated, we all kind of go, uh. I say the girls because the guys never make the World Cup. So they, they, they did, did just, last year. They yeah. did just this past year. So. Before that, though. No. I'm, it had been a while. I'll still be, uh, still be all still in. Still be updating. All right. Just, I was just wondering. I was just wondering. Yeah, so need to uh, win tonight against Canada, though. They do. Keep it going and uh, make sure they don't get uh, blown out again. See if those extra runs last night will be deciding yeah. in some tiebreakers uh, there as we go along there in Arizona. Pretty uh, raucous atmosphere that I saw. Didn't quite hear, thanks to some mics for 
FS1 not being like I saw the people behind the play going crazy right. and chanting, and I hear nothing, nothing. FS1, you say? Yeah, nothing. Mm-hmm. They muted the mics or something. I mean, they do have experience with sweetening crowds and unsweetening crowds from other activities that they broadcast yes, they in the Fox broadcast family. Definitely, so. definitely seemed like they were doing that yep. last night. Yep. Uh. Well. Travis, while you're stepping away from the mic for just a half a second, take a drink. Uh, I'm going to do a, do a quick uh, Aaron Rodgers update. Mm-hmm. We got nothing. So he landed in New York? Yeah. No, the Jets and the Packers are still in the dark. Don't know what he's doing. I love how he's holding these two teams hostage. But here is the more important thing, Travis. Here is the, the thing that is making all this seem like deja vu. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. This came in almost a day ago from, uh, is it from, yeah, from Ian Rappaport, okay? Mm-hmm. And that is that the Vikings are not expected to offer Kirk Cousins an extension this offseason. He'll play out the final year of his contract. So are you telling me, Travis, that in a year there's going to be an open quarterback position in Minnesota is Aaron yeah. Rodgers, is, is this deja vu? Maybe, Are yeah. we in a time loop right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 15 years from now, is Jordan Love going to the Jets and then the next year going to the Vikings? Is this what will happen until the end so. of time? I guess so. It's an endless How loop. odd is this? Yeah. It's crazy if that happens. I saw a picture of Aaron Rodgers. Someone put in a Jets uniform. It just looks really weird. Just saying. It just looks really weird. I know. But. No news yet. No news yet. I'm keeping my eyes open. Uh, don't you worry. As soon as we get we get off here, it will happen. It'll yeah, it'll happen. Yep, so, all right. Supposedly, Pat McAfee is bullying AJ Hawk to find an answer for what's happening with Aaron Rodgers. Well, there you go. So, can't talk to him anymore directly. Must have blocked his number. Must have something about the retreat. Tell him not to speak to Pat anymore. Hmm. All right, so well, one more thing before we get to uh, NASCAR. That was the uh, Players' Championship. We had a little bit uh, on our top threes uh, yeah. about it, but uh, Sky Scheffler ended up winning by five strokes, and uh, due to that, he took over the uh, number one slot again, and so he's the new number one golfer in the world again. And uh, Sky Scheffler just uh, – Another ho-hum victory yep. uh, for Scotty. As, uh, I think that was uh, Minwoo Lee. He was uh, right up there until basically Sunday. He shot a 76 on Sunday. Yeah, that won't and get it and done on Sunday. himself out of it, yeah. And uh, now, you know, he was – he still did make 736000 but he could have made, if he made the top five, a cool million-dollar payday, but played himself – out of that one, but there was a lot of guys with um, ten under for the tournament. Uh, Hoagie, he shot a sixty-two on Saturday. He ended up shooting seventy on Sunday, but he's still tied for third with Victor Hovland and Tom Hoagie. One point four million dollar payday for him. So very cool there. Uh, Hatton was the low man on Sunday. He had a sixty-five on Sunday, including an unbelievable back nine and he ended up finishing in second taking him a cool 2.7 million dollar payday for being in 
second place there. And uh, if you scroll and if you're looking on Sunday or Saturday looking for a Roy McElroy, well, he didn't make it. Nope. Did not make the cut. Uh, Rory doing his best Tiger impersonation. Guess so. Talking about bogeys the other day about no one likes to see that one. And then, then one of the next tournaments you come out and you don't even make the tournament. You don't even make the cut. Uh, oh, well. Rory, Rory, Rory. It'll happen. It'll happen like that. Let's see here. I was trying to find out where Spieth ended up finishing. He did end up qualifying for the weekend, but I don't think he ended up very good. You type in uh, this and it goes right here, but I don't see him. Mm. I don't know. I don't think he ended up finishing very good. Yeah. You can search it a lot better than I can on my phone. I was trying to search it, but phone technology is so lacking. But, yeah. How close are we to the Masters? April? Six under. Yeah, it was like four weeks. I think they said. I think Jim Nance said yesterday in the Big Ten Championship. Can't wait. Four weeks. Oh, yeah, it's the same weekend as usually is the same weekend as the end of the NCAA tournament, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's wind in sports, according to some people. Yeah, it's kind of running around in there. It's definitely up there. It It is. I'm not saying it's not. But. All right. All right, let's go to NASCAR. All right. Uh, William Byron got his second win. Felt bad for Kevin Harvick. He was leading, and a spin came out late in the race, and they threw the caution super fast. Like, the car never stopped. It spun out. Like it kept going, and they already threw the caution as he was driving away. So felt bad for Kevin Harvick. He was going to win that race, and then the caution came out, and chaos happened. So uh, William Byron gets his second win of the season, got it in overtime, and uh, Ryan Blaney finished second. Uh, Travis had Joey Logano finished eleventh. Uh, I had William uh, Ryan Blaney. So uh, another one for me as we head to Atlanta. Another one for you. Hey, but the Fords ran good. It was a Chevy that ended up getting the win in the end, but uh, the Hendrick cars were strong at the beginning of the race, but uh, Kevin Harvick had a good car for the long run in the Ford, and just uh, the craziness of that final restart just kind of did him in. So Ryan Blaney almost wrecked Kyle Larson on one of those final restarts. It was really crazy, but yeah. Then one caution led to another. Denny Hamlin got in. Travis, you're not going to believe this. On the final lap, Denny Hamlin got into it with Ross Chastain. I bet you'd never figure that one out. I never would have guessed. He he literally drove through Ross Chastain, just plowed him into the wall. And uh, ironically, or funnily, however you want to look at it, Denny Hamlin's new podcast has not come out this week. Usually it drops Monday mornings. So... Why it hasn't come out yet, I don't know. Maybe it's because he really doesn't want to talk about him and Ross Chastain uh, getting together. Again. Again. <laughs> Again. Yeah, it's funny how that hasn't come out yet. But, yeah, we're going to be in Atlanta this weekend. Um, kind of a, you know, last year it was the debut of the mini Daytona um, as they've kind of 
made Atlanta into pack racing and, and stuff like that. One thing they have made a rule change for Atlanta this weekend, and that is to get onto pit road, you have to commit by turn three. So the commit line is in turn three, and you got to be on the apron the whole way around the turn uh, just because they didn't want anyone last minute diving onto pit road and causing a big accident. So that's going to be an adjustment for the drivers. Oh, wanted to mention Xfinity real quick, the Xfinity Series race. Great race over the weekend, but take your word for it. Junior Motorsports, Dale Jr., one of the most prolific names, at least of our generation, Travis, in NASCAR, really needs to sit down with his drivers and have a chat because three of them wrecked each other out in the race on Saturday. Josh Berry got spun out by Sam Mayer. Then Jason Allgaier got hit out of the race by Brandon Jones. Like, all of his drivers were running into each other. You, and this is the second time this has happened at Daytona, they were lined up second, third, fourth, and fifth with three laps to go. And all they had to do was just move as a unit to win the race, and they couldn't do it, and none of the junior motorsport cars won the race. So they really need to talk and have a team meeting about, hey, we're teammates. Let's not yeah. destroy each other. Let's not wreck let's each not, other. Let's not destroy each other. I'm not saying not race each other hard, but do we really need to be spitting each other out and wrecking each other in the middle of the race? I don't think so. No. So, Dale Jr., get on top of that, man. Mm. Quit doing your podcast and go help your team. I guess so. So, there you go. That's <laughs> that's all I got for this this NASCAR, NASCAR moment. <sighs> Kyle Larson led 200 laps. Yeah, he dominated. He dominated. It was kind of a boring race, Travis. The entire first stage didn't have a caution. The second stage had a caution for a car incident. It was was just kind of a ho-hum race. And again, this is the short track package. Last year, short tracks weren't good. This year, short tracks aren't good. I'm getting concerned about uh, NASCAR short tracks not being good. They've lost all their their short tracks and, uh, you know, turn Bristol into dirt. If Martinsville and Richmond, which are coming up soon, are trash races again, there's going to be a lot of people complaining about the NASCAR new car and how it can't drive on short tracks. <laughs> so I look forward to it. Yeah. I, I like hearing the NASCAR community complain. Yeah. It drives me wild. I, I don't know. <laughs> I was really kind of, I was definitely cheering against Ryan Blaney. He didn't win. There, he did not win. Got second again. I think third straight race there, he's gotten second. <laughs> so, eventually he's going to win. Maybe it'll be the championship weekend this year. But Not only would that have had gotten you some extra points. Yeah. But also, I was really contemplating hedging my bets here and putting some entertainment on Blaney ah. to win, but I didn't. You you would have been really upset if he would have won and you upset. didn't put didn't have entertainment on him. Yep. Yeah. Nope. No entertainment. No no win for you this time. Nope. Willie B goes back to back. First time I saw Travis since two thousand seven that the twenty four car has gone back to back. Back to back. Yep. Back then, it was Jeff Gordon driving the car. Mm-hmm. In 07, I would have been a sophomore in high school. Yep. So, it tells you how long ago it was. Yeah, really was. So, there you go. That's your uh, NASCAR wrap-up. Like I said, at Atlanta this weekend, looking forward to it. This Atlanta track is, I think, a lot of fun to watch as a fan. I bet the drivers hate it. 
but I love to watch it as a fan. Yeah. So look for that this weekend. Look for it, and we definitely will as well. Yep. I got no other NASCAR stuff. No other NASCAR I'm, stuff? I'm good. All right. I got I think nothing else. I think I've ran through it all. Let, let me let me check social media really quickly one last time for Mr. Aaron Rodgers, see if we got anything. Uh, nope. It's nope. not going to be anything. Nope. No. Nope. 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 Uh, as soon as we get off here, though, in a couple hours, for us for sure, that'll be, there'll be some news. Oh, of but course. Until then, we'll get out of here. And a reminder to uh, take a look at the uh, podcast feed for the next couple days of episodes. And uh, so uh, I'll talk to you then. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And have a great rest of your day. Bye. Peace.